0: rise the granical get it i am your host mike man representing mpmG all day every day back with another episode of the hottest thing smoking rapper away tv the podcast you know we do the them if you got them streaming right now on spotify i Heart radio google Podcasts, pocket cash anchor soundcloud youtube and more one day removed after the announcement that sent the podcasting world into a frenzy. The firing of Rory and Mal from the Joe Budden podcast. Now, I'm seeing shit Well, it's saying that Rory it's the main one, fire I don't see nothing well I did see something that said mile too but you know they're not making it out like they are for Rory I think there's a possibility mile may still be in the loop like I'm gonna be honest with you when I saw him put Rory in the middle when they came back It's shaking the tree. The floor is yours. Those captions under those episodes. That was Joe Budden, basically. And in a way, I think I have to offer a apology to Joe Budden because, you know, listening to him. But then there are three sides to the story. This story in particular. It's going to be Maul's side, Rory's side. And Joe Budden side. But then again, you got Parks and Ish and everybody save Savon and everybody that Rocks with Joe. So, I guess there are more sides. All those involved do have an opinion on it. Because this shit seems to take place and involves all of the names I just listed in some capacity. Rory took to Twitter uh, About 10 hours ago Said man what an era Thank you to everyone that listened Supported, told their friends about us Bought a subscription Ticket or merch Any value starts and ends with y'all I'll get to that messy shit soon But in the meantime I'm here to celebrate An amazing run." Love. Now, people are saying he took the high road, or people are saying he, you know, is kind of being a little bit classy, but I don't know. Like, in a way, it seems like a calculated move on his behalf. Now, let's think about it for a second. If you make a dramatic exit, from a show that is one of the hottest shows on YouTube or in the podcasting industry and you kind of shake the tree a little bit then, you know some shit is going to come out and it's going to come out to where it appears that there was always somebody envious in the camp or it would come out that someone always had an ulterior motive like think about it it seems like a calculated move now he got all this shit started roughed up uh, rifled up Joe feathers and shit a month or two ago you know the last few months you know shit was seeming uneasy you know there was tension you could see that then they t- take the vacation hiatus no call no show whatever you want to label it but and then they come back and now Joe puts him him, him front and center in the middle And he he seems to kind of be PC the whole time. Like, he got some shit he want to say, but he don't want to say it. Like, why get this shit started and now you don't want to say nothing? It's Like, it seemed like a calculated move because you got some shit building. It seems like a build up to something else. And I saw where... It was saying something about somebody said something about Ebro. You no, know, Ebro in the morning at 97 in New York. Told him he should capitalize on the moment. And right after his post of What an Era. He comes back a few hours later and posts well he comes back an hour later and posts a website for emotional oranges and I guess that is gonna be his his merch because that's all it looks like just merch tees hats stickers pins Yeah, so it looks like some type of tour or release. Some kind of merch. Looks like his merch. Me thinking that since he has red hair and all that, I guess he's calling himself the emotional orange or somebody probably labeled him as that and he's running with it, so. Seems like he's trying to capitalize already. You know, using that. But, it, like I say, I apologize to Joe Button because, you know, after you think about it, like, this is his network, his show, all of his shit. His name kind of is bringing in, you know, the advertising or the prom- sponsors and all this. Now, it was my assumption that, you know, all these guys had a role to play as far as podcasting. You would think all of them would be trying to secure advertising revenue or sponsors or, you know, any of that type of shit. Since, you know, they all have backgrounds in the business side of the industry. So, you would think or would have thought they were doing that type of shit other than. Now, Joe says it's just showing up to work, talking, bam, going home. And you want equity and you want to see the numbers of what y'all bringing in actually. Now, sounds like they had a contract, of course, and like in his rent. He's saying Rory breached his contract. Basically, in layman's term, that sounds to me like, look here, nigga. We had an agreement you was going to do this. Now, you know your ass wasn't doing this. You know your ass ain't the star, blah, blah, blah. So, you know you're only going to get this. And you're going to be satisfied with that. If you sign right here, that's what you're saying. So, I mean, that's basically what you say when you sign on the dotted line. Motherfuckers are telling you in layman's word, but in big lawyer talk and all this shit. The legalities of it uh, label that shit with lawyer terms and you know. But the layman's term or the cut to the cut to the chase talk of it is, now, nigga, you're gonna do this, you're gonna do that, you're gonna do this, and you're gonna like it. Sign here. If you use wanna do it. And, alright, I understand, you know, you go to a job, you perform the task at hand. But, some people are able to master that task, another task, and maybe something else. Where it seems like you're able to do shit with ease, or you're able to improve the company's income in some way or efficiency and get shit done basically all right come time you feel you need a raise and I get that and I understand that in this situation I understand if they would have just said hey and I think that's basically what it boils down to because when you go Talking about auditing and looking at the accounting and all this and shit. Oh, you trying to basically see where is the money going for the show. Now, like I said, I know they got backgrounds in the music, music industry, the business side of it. You would think that they should know how this shit goes. If you are working for a record label you don't own that motherfucker It's certain shit you're not gonna be able to just walk in there and say and do if you're not an owner or a supervisor or management basically and it appears that they really weren't part of management I think Joe feels as if that they didn't Well, like he stated, they didn't do enough. Like, if you would secure deals like the Patreon, or if who really secured their cash app, like, understand Joe still has the lawyers and the accountants and all this and that, so he has that. He's paying them. On top of having to pay you and the other cost of operations of running the show or the network or all the podcasts that he has he has to pay all of them now I don't know if they forgot that part but yeah as the notoriety and the fame and popularity rises okay yeah it it may seem like more money may be coming in but you still have to realize, All these shows he has, all this shit he has, he has to pay y'all. And being cool with y'all, trying to keep y'all situated in a way. may not be to your liking or you wanting to be on his level or tax bracket-wise, but... I mean... It's business. And they... I guess they forgot... The business part of it and focus on just strictly the friendship, thinking the friendship aspect of it was going to keep everything, you know, lined up or square or 50 50, so to speak. Maul, I haven't seen a response from Ma. Let's see. We'll, we'll go and see if they have something on them, but, you know, I looked them up both this morning trying to see if they had responses yet and you know when you go on Maul's page it said he sat in courtrooms and courtside that's the latest from him but the recent recent tweet from Maul basically the last tweet from Maul was April 29th saying make suckers uncomfortable again, so I don't it seems Maul thinks some sucker shit went down and I don't know, I think he It seems like his loyalty to Rory kinda got him caught in the crosshairs. Like you you trying to be a good friend to Rory. May just cause you know, you your job or a source of income. Now I don't know what else he has lined up. I think he does you know other shit on the side, but now I think the world is waiting the baby breath to see if they're gonna start a podcast together or their own separate entities. Now if they're able to do it. You know, maybe my opinion is if they're able to start podcasts or some form of business where they're successful after their run with Joe Button, then it'll you know until they air this shit out, basically, until they say what they have to say, it'll kind of make you know this shit kind of you know you'll you'll see. where it's it's going and where it came from or what the fuck really is going on. But until, that's basically until they say something. If they don't say nothing and go on to be successful doing something else, that'll show you right there. Again, maybe Joe was full of, like I did say in the content earlier, yesterday, like, you know, Joe does have an ego. He does come off It's arrogant, but then think about it. Out of the three of them, other than Rory at moments, which one of them seems like the asshole or the one that will stir up shit or get the drama or or even probably stir up some interest as far as the mess, the messiness of the industry and shit. Shock value, all that. Like, out of the three of them, which one was doing it? It was Joe. And, and I can see if it was the Mall Podcast Network or the Rory Podcast Network, but it is the Joe Budden. You know, it's his shit. So, yeah, like, the only thing I didn't agree with. Me, I don't talk down on people. I don't talk shit. Well, I will talk shit to you. If you're talking shit to me, or if you're me in a way, that's the only way I'm coming back. But like, going about the way he did it, I don't know if I would've did it like that. It all depends like me. Me and these guys been thick as thieves for about 20 years or grew up. Like, I think... You know, I think that they all three of them they grew up together, some shit like that damn close. Or even if they met while Joe was, you know, bubbling with his music, still that's a long ass time. And you know you gotta have some kind of empathy or sympathy or compassion for that person. You've been rocking with them that long, I would think. So me personally, I wouldn't have handled it like that aired it out like that but then again when people get mad and somebody done either did something or said something or got some kind of notion going in there because i think after going jay thinking about it and looking at the episode entirely like yeah i can see joe's point I see their point, I can see his point, but, if you cut down to the chase, the black and white of it is, it's all business, so, if your contract didn't have some shit in there where you're able to renegotiate at a later point, if shit takes off, and maybe that seems like you're doing, but to come back now, since shit done taking off, he's securing deals for the show and like he he said that like, you secure the deal you eat different if i secure that shit, i eat different and you know you gotta think about it. like any job say for instance if you were a stockbroker you calling like they did in the day back in the day you trying to get people to invest you call them people hey i need you to buy 20 shares of this or 100 shares hey would you be interested blah 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 if he's securing more and you're not getting nobody like you gotta understand commission people working off commission this is like working off a commission bro if he's doing all this shit why should you get the same portion as he's getting I sat and thought about this shit like, yeah, that is kind of, you know, that is kind of fair. like, shit, why would I be sitting over here working my ass off getting all these deals and you over there just chilling, thumbing your nails or some shit and complaining or talking and trying to get shit riled up or whatever, being smart. Where you gotta understand, where did the friendship take a turn? They, they had to do some shit. Either Joe flexing with all the trips that he's doing, or they're seeing how he's living compared to how they're living. And, you know, just basically going out for that. Yeah, you can see how a person would be envious of that, but. Think about it if it's business we're all in this together, but you're not securing no big deals for the show. I am we get a twenty million dollar deal if I get fifteen and you guys only get two point five each. Like why would you get you know more if you didn't really really do nothing. I mean, yeah, your name. And the fight, like, in the beginning, it was just the Joe Budden podcast. Now it was the Joe Budden podcast with Roy and Mal. And he's, he just revealed, and like I say, when people get mad, they reveal their shit later. And that's basically what it is. The the uh, anger of Rory and Mal just got to build up. Like, the talk, they got to hear the chatter for the next couple of days or hours or whatever. And one of them going to respond. It's just whatever chatter they hear from the right motherfucking person that's going to tick them off and set them off. Yeah. You know, Rory, he look like he going to be the first one. Mal... Like I say, he hasn't tweeted since April 29th, so I don't think he's gonna, uh, you know, really say shit. Because I think, honestly, he was caught up, caught up in the crosshairs, man. He's in line of fire, bro. Trying to say, Rory, but uh, yeah, that's life, bro. That's how shit. The cookie crumbles ball rolls, all that shit. Like, shit rolls uphill fast. Faster than it goes down here. Like, for real. And, uh, like I said, it's fucked up. Rory and my I had to go through it, but thinking about just going back what Joe was saying, yeah, it seems kind of fucked up now. The the uh, I guess the length of them waiting to respond that's gonna contribute to a lot of shit because you know, this man just got on, just went before the world and just aired y'all out. Now, you're not saying shit, yeah, it's gonna, you know, how shit is. People gonna say, oh, y'all ain't saying shit. Here. Well, maybe it's true. That shit, and like I say, they're going to hear chatter from somebody and somebody's probably going to mention it. Hey, bro, why you ain't saying nothing? The right per- person in their circle going to tick them off and set them off and they're going to eventually speak. And once they speak and air this shit out and their perspectives or their opinions, then you'll get a whole overall view of this. But... Thinking about what Joe said, it's like he said in a way, it's business. And if he bringing in shit, yeah, it's for him and his homies. But if he's bringing in shit and a hundred million deal, a hundred million dollar deal, he gets eighty million. Y'all just get ten million apiece. If he brought that in, why would you get anything more than ten? If that's what he was willing to give you. Now I have to see if he, if you don't feel he's generous enough or you don't think he is adequate with the compensation or whatever. Like, if that's what it is, just say that. Like, like look, that's just like you going to your boss asking for that raise. It's negotiation time because most of the time they're going to say, hey, I can't do that, but I can do this. And that's when you get to haggling, man. Like, shit. But, to sit, basically seeing like both sides sitting and pouting. Joe couldn't assert his authority. They tried him. And he had to go there. Like, but like I said yesterday, the fact that your friend, somebody that you call your brother, would say fuck you that's the part that's probably hurting there like mom I think that's what's fucking with mom that's that part that he would say fuck you just like that flip up the switch but this is supposed to be your boy but this is how people are and you should have went in knowing that shit like knowing the person that you're dealing with. Like like I said, Joe, he has an ego. He comes off as arrogant. But you got to think. Business. Business wise. Business savvy. A hundred million dollars. If he chooses to give you guys 20 apiece, I right, That's what he does. But if you only get 10, I right, Just take that 10, bro renegotiate your your contract or whatever or get better language in your contract where you can get better compensation if shit goes further or if this or that or get your ass out there and get the deals bring in the sponsors bring in an advertisement or the integration or whatever like (laughs) yeah But that is the outcome. And the Joe Budden podcast with Rory Mal is no longer. And it's fucked up because that's how friends are. That's how friends would do you. But it's hard. It's life. And I think that's what is fucking with Maul. That's why he's so quiet. But Rory, Rory. He's gonna air his shit out. And I bet you anything. He acts to run the fade again. I bet you. I bet you anything. I bet you anything. His next tweet has something to that effect in there. It's gonna be challenging. Like you challenge this man basically. Your homeboy, you challenge him. See that part. You gotta think about it, that's what Joe's feeling. That your homeboy, your brother, would challenge you like this. Like but that's life. That's how that shit crumbles, man. Like <laughs> but it was a business and it is a business and I can understand Joe's point, so my apologies for you no know, kind of jumping on him. But it's just for the way that he handled this shit. Roaring yeah, they got to accept theirs. They, they got to accept theirs in this too because they had a part. Maul, I think he just, just his loyalty or his friendship is the only thing that's fucking him up and getting him caught up per se. But. We'll see. We'll see what they say. See what they come back with. But yeah, this shit is no longer. And if they choose to go on and you know do other shit, it will their success dictate really how this shit turned out? Y'all let me know what y'all think in the comments while you're at it. Go ahead and lock us into your playlist, man. Going up on Spotify, IHOUT uh-huh Radio, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast. Anchor, Apple Music, and more, man. I'm your host, Mike Mann, representing MBMG all day and day. Stay tuned for another episode of Rapper Weed TV, the podcast, and Rapper Weed TV going up on IGTV and YouTube. I'm your host, as always, Big Backwoods burning, flame them if you got them. Yeah, man, That's, that's life, bro. I mean, but we'll see. Y'all stay safe, stay breezy, stay sanitized, stay dangerous, man. Stay out the way if you can. Until next time, bro. We out.